0: Ah, there we go. Hello there. <laughs> Hey, had, had to unmute i don't understand like every time we start my show my connection's really bad and then after a couple minutes it's perfectly good the rest of the show no. I, I don't understand
1: can't be any Hard worse than like that interview with no name
0: ah yes well we'll 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 put that up here in a minute or at the end of the show and say hey tease for next week but yeah so uh first off hello peter <laughs> <laughs> how's it going
1: sir how's it going yeah, peter it's going great Peter,
0: yeah oh uh, yeah yeah i mean it's been going uh we didn't do a show last week so it's been a couple weeks but uh anything interesting come up for you over the last week or so
1: um i i watched shang chi um yeah. that's about the extent
0: <laughs> yeah we'll definitely get into shang chi
1: shang chi oh, yeah. shang chi <laughs> it's not shang chi i'm sorry that was very caucasian of me
0: but we're going to get into, into a review of that while we we'll talk about last week's What If episode. The next episode comes out tomorrow. I know I'm a little behind on all this, but we're going to do talk about What If. And uh, did you happen to catch the little tease that was dropped today for an upcoming film called um, The Matrix? I've never really heard of this before. Oh, but-
1: shit. No, that's so small. I've never heard of it before. It's not like we totally rebooted the first three episodes in one of our Matrix movie boots.
0: Oh, no, not Uh, even. Never,
1: never watched it. Don't even know who like the main actor is. What is his name? Keanu Reeves. I
0: don't. He sounds like a candy.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Weird. (laughs) Like, it's like he's like Jesus or something. I don't know.
0: Yes. (laughs) Oh man, I don't know what's going on with my connection right now. It's actually really bothering me. So I apologize to anybody watching and my connection is ass, but I just uh, don't move. <laughs> <laughs> um, give me one second here. I'm going to do one something. Second. And yeah. uh hi. Man. Hi all
1: 104 of you. I'll I'll hold it. I don't think I've ever seen this many people on one of our shows. So Hi 104. If you want to comment, um we'll we'll get that up there. Say hi. I cuz I always say hi. Oh, hey the other 29 people that just joined. Say hi in the comments and we'll get back to you and I'll say hi to everybody. Oh, hi.
0: Hi.
1: Hi. Welcome back. Uh how was purgatory?
0: Well, it says 132 people are watching from YouTube, so people comment. Yeah, there's 155.
1: Yeah, say comment hi, and I'll say hi back to every single also one Also
0: on the Twitch. I see somebody watching from the Twitch.
1: I'll, sit, I'll <laughs> do whatever you got to do over there. I'll say hi to you as well. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right, so all right, let's get into it here. Yeah, The Matrix tease was pretty cool. I'm looking forward to that movie. I can't wait for it to come out. It comes out December 22nd. It's going to be in theaters and HBO Max which is awesome. We also have a little tease of what Peter. the movie, the movie's is going to look like. So that's kind of awesome. That tease uh, is teasing a trailer coming in two days. It comes out Thursday the 9th, I believe. So we'll be lookout uh, yeah. for that. I, I thought it was
1: interesting how they dropped it. Like you pick the pill. and I mean, there was obviously you get to watch both of them, but I mean, it was cool that they were like, pick what one you want to watch first.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm down. I'm I'm look, I'm all for this movie. I know I know the second and third one sucked. I get that. The first one I think is a fantastic movie. Uh the second and third sucked. I I'm holding out hope that this one's going to be awesome. I really Yeah.
1: I mean, I just don't know what they would do cuz like the third one seemed like a like a definitive end.
0: Yeah, like, we'll see. I think I think they'll figure something out. I think, I think they got it.
1: And especially because Keanu Reeves shouldn't be able to come back. I, <laughs> based on the end of the third one. Spoilers, spoilers. But yeah, like I don't see how that would work.
0: Yeah. All right. So quickly uh, before we, because I want to get into the meat and potatoes here of the whole X-Men or mutants aspect, how to introduce the mutants into the MCU. I want to get to that here in a moment. But first and foremost, what I want to do is I want to talk about what if from last week, and this was the episode that I think a lot of people were hoping to see from the get go. That really kind of explores a a what if scenario that's dark and uh, just crazy. Like it is, it's a it's a crazy concept. So I watched it again. If you've if you've watched my reviews or reactions to what if, I haven't really liked the show at all thus far. I like I said, I think it's just a, a toddler playing with his. Avengers action figures on his floor gone. Hey, Black Panther and this person are best friends now and this one and this one have relations together or whatever. I don't know. Nice. But that is what I feel like the show has been. This one has was the most intriguing. I have to say it had my attention the most. But again, it still felt like a little kid or not so much a little kid. It felt like a 13-year-old emo kid playing with toys.
1: It's hits the G note and the eyeliner comes on. <laughs>
0: <laughs> now knowing Some of the things that we know About the MCU And how the MCU Has played out thus far The fact that They tried to sit there and say Okay this has to So in the in this episode I know you haven't watched it So spoilers if you have or haven't uh, Basically instead of Doctor Strange Losing his hands Like he did in the Doctor Strange film He loses his heart which was Uh played by Rachel McAdams, the nurse that he's in love with. She dies in that car accident instead of him losing his hands. Well, in this show, they say this has to happen. This is a moment in time that has to happen. It's going to happen. And we move forward and and it's it. That's all. That's all it is. But to me, it doesn't make any sense because we know it doesn't have to happen because in the MCU he loses his hands. So the whole thing is about him trying to stop her from dying, and it leads him down a dark path and becoming an evil Doctor Strange to the point where he destroys the world. Nice. But they keep saying she has to die. She has to die. When we know in the MCU that's not the case. So that was kind of annoying, and again, I just feel like this concept of what if does not fit when you connect it to the grander MCU. If what if was a standalone series that look, this is what if this is over here. This is just cool ideas that we had that we're not going to put over here because we got something going on. I would have been cool. But now that they've stated that it is going to connect in some form or fashion to the grander MCU, I feel like it doesn't fit. It doesn't work. And that's just how I feel about it. So yeah. Yeah. I just,
1: I, I, after the first episode, I can't, I can't watch it. It was too bad. I just couldn't.
0: Yeah. It's not, it's not great. It really isn't. All right. So now we're going to jump over to our Shang-Chi review. We're going to do a quick review, quick reaction here for this. I'm sure you've all watched countless reviews over on the YouTubes and the Twitters and the TikToks and the Instagrams and all that. We're going to just do a quick review and and reaction. I'm just going to start off and say, you know, I like to start off with the bad. And honestly, I'm sitting here thinking, the bad is also kind of some of the good, if that makes sense. Uh, the bad was Aquafina for one. I felt her character at times was just kind of the cringiest and the most annoying. Yeah, but there were also moments with Aquafina that I thought were some of the best moments in the movie. So <laughs> it kind of, you know, it it it, it counterbalanced itself. Uh, besides that, I think that the probably the worst aspect of the movie is the fact that we have to wait so long to see his story continue now. yeah. Because we have no idea when he's coming back and wh- when we're going to see anything more from Shang-Chi. It was such a, an exciting movie. And I, I, I look at it now getting into the good. I look at it as it was a great new take on the superhero genre especially by introducing those Kung Fu karate-esque elements. I thought it was just a lot of fun and it was cool to see in the MCU. The story was solid. And I think one of my favorite parts about it was the use of the protagonist and the antagonist and their motives. It was kind of flipped. And I I don't know if a lot of people caught this because I've watched a lot of reviews and talked to a lot of people. They They haven't caught this, but the antagonist is pursuing his goals because of the love and his heart. Whereas the antagonist, which was Shang-Chi, he is pers- pushing forward, not so much pursuing anything, but he's pushing forward due to his anger and, might I say, the hatred that he has for how his childhood was.
1: He fell which, to the dark side.
0: Which is kind of weird because it's it's flipped. Normally you see the antagonist being the, the one that's... Or wait, did I say that? I said it wrong. I said it backwards. Shang chi Well, you guys know what I'm saying. I'm my notes are shit right now. But
1: <laughs> it's it's all good.
0: But no, Shang-Chi was the one who was like he had like the dark, the dark desires, whereas the Mandarin or his father, uh he had the he had good intentions. I mean, his history was evil, his history mm. was bad. But his intentions and motives for this Movie moving forward, they were all good intentions. It's just that he went about it the wrong way, you know. So I, I yeah. really did like that that whole aspect of it. And last thing I'll say about it before Colton jumps in: the fighting was just freaking awesome. It was so yeah. cool to see, it really was. So, what were your I thoughts? Mean.
1: I didn't really take that extensive notes. So I, I really kind of focused on like the beginning of the movie because at that point I was just like drug into it and I was really riding uh, the origins in the beginning of the film with the 10 rings. Super dope. Uh, fight choreography. Amazing. I, I can't yeah. argue with that. Like it, it looked like Stan Lee and Jackie Chan had a f- fucking love baby out there.
0: Jet, gently gently
1: or- not stan well or- no stanley can do it too fuck it he was there <laughs>
0: <laughs> or, or bruce lee like which bruce lee are you i don't know
1: whatever the crow was there uh, <laughs> um and that bus scene that was in the trailers uh super dope like <laughs> that was really yeah, good yeah easily probably the high point of the movie
0: <laughs> i don't know man i i loved the ending i thought the ending was phenomenal the just all the fighting and Here's the thing that I love about Shang-Chi. And and this kind of goes back because I I recently posted my rankings of the the MCU. And people are shocked at how high I have Thor on the list. I mean, Thor is in my top. I think it's in my top ten. And and I love Thor. And there's a reason for it because it is a very personal and uh, just um, small feeling movie with a being that should be larger than life. And that's what I really liked about Thor because it kind of grounded the character a little bit. Whereas same kind of thing happened with Shang-Chi. Now, we don't know a lot about Shang-Chi. I don't really know much about the comics, but the character in this, we can tell he's supposed to be something larger and bigger than life. And he just so happens to be uh, in a movie that is very, again, small. And it's yes. you know very personal and that's what I really liked about it. And and the, the final battle kind of did the same thing to me that the battle, the final fight in Thor, the first Thor movie did, which it's just secluded in this one area. And it's like, get this to this, do this to that and be done with yeah. it. And it's something simple. It's something that you can follow. And because the story was so good getting to that point, you actually, I had more emotion for that moment at the end with him and his father than I have had and almost every other Marvel film that isn't Endgame, I, I literally sat there and I was like, "I'm tearing up a little bit here." And I just met these characters an hour and a half ago. You know, it's yeah, it was that good.
1: It we really we all good. know that you teared up during Civil War. Don't don't lie about it.
0: <laughs>
1: You'll see my references to that and in, in my my X Men uh, thing. Yes, but but I only got two negatives for this, and one is like the runaway bus had some spad CGI at times. At nitpicky. Okay. And then the stupid f- fucking Marvel ho- humor when shang Chi's talking about his childhood and she goes, oh, we're out of chicken. Do you want to be first vegetarian? Like, shut the fuck up. <laughs>
0: like, <laughs> I'm invested in something else. Yeah, no, no, I, you're not wrong. There was obviously you had that marvel humor in there and again that's aquafina kind of played that role yeah. as the comedic relief and that's the thing there were times when it was just cringe and just i didn't want to deal with it but most of the time i enjoyed her character i i i don't think i've ever really paid attention to her and anything else that i've watched her in. i can't think of anything else i've watched her in but this i was like hey i might check out some other stuff that she's done because she's actually a pretty mm-hmm. decent actress
1: yeah i mean uh, those are my only two negatives and i feel like the one's kind of nitpicky
0: yeah. Yeah. Well, what did you think of the post or the mid-credit scene?
1: Uh which one was that one? Was uh, that with, with spoilers.
0: The, the mid-credit scene is with the yeah, banner, Captain Marvel.
1: Uh I would hate to be Wall. Captain Marvel's hairdresser because she grew hair really fast. Um, I'm also yeah. interested on why, which I'm sure it's gonna tie the she Hulk, but why Bruce Banner was Bruce Banner and not Professor Hulk.
0: I think that's going to be touched on in She-Hulk in She-Hulk. I think that is why She-Hulk is a thing, because I think that he transfers some of his DNA to her, but that's a whole nother story later on. We can talk about that. Maybe when the first trailer releases for that, we'll sit down and do a video on it. uh,
1: I mean, I just want to know why Wong was fighting abomination. That's all I (laughs) want to (laughs) know.
0: And then there were like, and then there were buddies. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, like it was like two random characters. Like, yes, we'll take one that's from that terrible Hulk movie, and then we're gonna take Wong, and there's gonna fight.
0: Terrible! I love that. That I think that Hulk movie's in my top ten MCU movies. Also, you people, I tell ya. What ah,
1: you. What do you mean, you people?
0: <laughs> Baldies.
1: <laughs> wow. <laughs> Smacked my hairline back three feet.
0: <laughs> All right, everyone. So, so,
1: I have. I do have a, a question for you, though. Oh, okay. in the uh, i guess i guess mid credit scene what do you think the beacon was calling out to
0: a lot of people speculate that it's eternal the eternals uh because i think a, a lot of people even my son chase he's saying that he feels that the rings came were made by or for the eternals which mm-hmm. i can understand that. i can get that that whole idea uh, I, I i honestly i don't know i i I don't know enough. And I know that they changed the story of the 10 rings for this movie, because in the comics, from what I understand, they weren't rings that like kind of went on your arms and made you more powerful. And mm. some iterations, there were literal, literal rings that you put on your hands and, and utilize, and it gave you some abilities. So they've changed it enough where I'm not even going to utilize the comics to try and figure out what they're doing. I'm just going to sit back, relax and get excited yeah. about what's to come because I, I, This was many, many hundreds of times better than what Black Widow was. Yeah, And this got me excited again for the MCU. And that's what I wanted. I wanted something that was going to get me excited again for what Marvel was doing in their films. Because I've liked the the TV shows more so than not. We haven't had a great Marvel movie since, really, if you think about it, Infinity War. (laughs) I mean, Endgame was great. It was a bunch of... Fan service moments in that movie.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna say everything. Everything about Endgame was just fan service. Yeah, There's three hours of it.
0: Captain Marvel was crap. You know, A then you had fire. Spider-Man: Far From Home, which is enjoyable. I do like Far From Home, but it wasn't great. And Black Widow is what it was. So this was like the first great Marvel movie we've had in what three years, four years, three years, four years, whatever. Yeah. So that's what I was looking for.
1: Yeah, I I wasn't looking forward to to Shang-Chi or whatever. It actually surprised me. I'm not going to lie. I was like, eh, I don't care if I see this or not. And I was like, wow, I can't (laughs) believe I said I can't believe I don't want to see this.
0: All right. So before we move on, I just want everybody to know, head over to Spoilerverse.com to get more from Bridging the Geekdoms. Uh, You could find so many other great shows over there. I'm just going to name a couple. Spoiler Country, uh, Narrative Gunslingers, Misery Point Radio, some great podcasts and shows on the Spoilerverse Network. You can head to spoilerverse.com to find all of them today. So make sure you do that. Uh, and then, if you are watching, um, I'm hi. guessing I'm guessing we kind of popped up in some kind of feed or algorithm on YouTube because we're having a bunch of viewers, but nobody's interacting. So it's probably people just kind of clicking through. Mm. So if you happen to be clicking through right now, <laughs> make a comment.
1: <laughs> say say, say hi uh, in the comments.
0: All right, so let's get going here. We know that mutants at some point in time, some form or fashion, are going to have to pop up in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Uh, We know this. We've been wanting it since we heard that Fox was going to be bought out by Disney. We've wanted it before then, and we've always speculated. Everybody speculated, oh, they can do it this way. They can do it this way. I, I was one of the ones back when, before Infinity War came out, like, oh, this is the way they can do it with the Infinity Stones. And then people said, nope, it's going to be Wanda and WandaVision. And then it's, nope, it's going to be in Spider-Man or Doctor Strange. But Colton and I are going to sit here and we're going to kind of pitch back and forth some ideas on what we think and believe would be a great way to not only introduce the mutants to the MCU, to the grander universe, but also maybe get some actors and actresses in mind that who could play the roles And give a little background on why the mutants feel the way they do in the 21st century. Because, let's face it, the Magneto storyline and the Professor X storyline doesn't fit in 2021 because that would make them like 90. And that's Deadpool. Yeah. I don't care about any other X-Men coming over. I don't want them to come over because... They're in the past. They look that Dark Phoenix film was shit. And it just has a stench on it. Just leave it be, let it die, kill it dead, whatever. Just get rid of it. That crew, those actors, while a lot of them play their roles perfectly, I think they can find other people. Yeah. So personally, I think Deadpool, and and this is just my want. I want this more than anything else. I want Deadpool to pop up in Spider-Man no way home in a very, very quick blink and you miss it type of moment where he and uh, what's the cab driver's name, but he and the cab driver are driving through, through New York city. And he comes across Spider-Man fighting a bunch of things. And he's just like, he gets out of the car. He turns, looks and he goes, Nope. And gets back in the car and drives (laughs) away.
1: That would be hilarious. (laughs) just cuz like Ryan Reynolds would full send that too.
0: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I think that would be absolutely phenomenal and perfect to to do something like that. And that would be like, holy shit because they're exploring the multiverse in that movie, you can then be like, oh shit, Deadpool came over with Green Goblin or Doc Ock or yeah. something like that. And that's how you can explain that and throw that away, but it would be just a non MCU comedic moment to help bridge everything. And I think that would be really cool. So yeah. personally, I think Deadpool needs to be the number one MC or X-Men character to be introduced, especially because he's the most recognizable right now as well.
1: Yeah, true. I agree. Actually, he's, he is the first one I found it in my doctor Strange arc. <laughs> so uh, I'll go into the doctor strange arc or as I type the doctor strangest arc, doctor strange to someone, some degree must know about the TVA and how they operate based on the ancient one doing her whole speech in, in Endgame, like that she understands the sacred timeline, whatever. There has to be some degree of knowledge. And uh, well, and who's in charge of the sacred timeline? Strange then opens a portal to the TVA only to discover that it's in shambles and nothing like what Strange remembers. So that's when he takes it upon himself to fix the timelines. Or at least his. Mm-hmm. Uh, returning back to the Sanctorum, San- uh, Sanctorum, Strange casts a spell to return, you know, the X-Men to act their proper time in the 80s, basically setting up the days of future past. Uh, by the end of Strange Arc, not all the timelines would line up and be corrected, but, you know, they would still kind of be able to play out mm-hmm. um, through going through multiple portals, trying to fix everything. He runs into like Deadpool. Uh, there's a timeline or in the multiverse that like the the mutants are literally just barbarians just burning the world Uh, and just different things like that
0: so i think what would be really cool so i kind of was thinking about this so you have that little moment in spider-man where that happens with deadpool Mm -hmm. and let's make it a mid-credit scene whether it's in spider-man or in doctor strange i think it'd probably be better and fit better in spider-man but it's deadpool again and he kind of like rolls up to the sanctorum and he's like uh hey and that's it (laughs) <laughs> yeah. You know, like it's just Deadpool showing up at the same, uh, same Torem and Doctor Strange is, I don't know, he makes some off the wall comment about, it. you know, oh. like the the two of the, like that is probably the, the, the two, the duo that I want to see interact with each other. Yeah. Imagine Doctor Strange <laughs> playing yeah. off of Deadpool. <laughs> two
1: polar opposites.
0: <laughs> I think that's just why I thought about that because I think that would be hilarious and have that kind of jump into, multiverse of madness and maybe make that the catalyst a little bit because Mm -hmm. we think we're all thinking right now and obviously the movie's made so it's done it's probably on the shelf waiting so what we're saying matters not but how cool would it be if it was kind of like that's the catalyst that causes strange because it's about getting deadpool back to his universe and he calls in the scarlet witch and the scarlet witch comes in and she's like she's doing this to help not to help get Deadpool back, but she thinks it's going to be a way to get her children. And that's kind of how she becomes the villain of that movie where, you know, at first you think, Oh, she's coming to help and shit's going to be all good. And she's going to help and blah, blah, blah. And then you start to see that she has a motive of her own and Deadpool and strange have to team up to, that would be so cool. I know it's not going to be, what (laughs) but, That would be
1: funny as fuck. It's
0: <laughs> like a buddy cop movie of Deadpool and Doctor Strange. Come on.
1: <laughs> he would be the uh, Kevin Hart and other guys.
0: No, shop. No Kevin now. <laughs> so basically,
1: that's Doctor Strange's arc is him just like fixing splinters and correcting some of the mistakes. Like the Sinister Six to a degree would stay in the MCU. Uh, introducing new villains, heroes, bringing back some villains because Marvel likes to kill all their villains definitively for some reason, Um, you know, do some fan service, stuff like that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I I wouldn't mind seeing some of that kind of stuff happen. I was kind of hoping that that is what would happen or that is what's going to happen in multiverse of madness where some of these villains will come back and they could be slightly altered. They could be even different actors playing the roles, but I would like to see that happen. I think it'd be really cool. And, uh, I, I know that that you've probably got another like page and a half more of of stuff to go on. Uh, it's about half a page. Okay, uh, <laughs> but <laughs> before we get into it, I know a lot of people want to talk about this or hear about this, and there's nobody here in the comments to talk, so they suck. But oh, oof. Probably shouldn't say that you're <laughs> whatever. Okay,
1: <laughs> just say hi. That's all I ask.
0: Hi. Yeah. So, let's talk about heroes real quick. I know that I said I want to focus on villains, but let's kind of talk about the heroes. Um, Actually, no, we'll start with, we're going to go hero, villain, hero, villain, hero, villain. That's what I want to do. So, I know that you said you didn't write down any actors or actresses.
1: Yeah, I totally didn't do it. I full send on the story.
0: And I'm going to be completely honest, this wasn't all my idea. Uh, Now, for Professor X, I thought about this months ago, and then I saw somebody on TikTok say it. Same with the the Magneto aspect. Somebody I think I saw on TikTok say it. So, look, I'm not necessarily taking their idea, but I'm not going to try and make it my own because I know many others have probably thought the same thing as well. But for Professor X, I think who would be magnificent in that role? John Cena. Giancarlo Esposito. Or Jean-Carlo Esposito.
1: No clue who that is.
0: Did you watch Breaking Bad? Not really, no. Uh, oh wait! I know you saw this. You saw um, the Mandalorian. You yeah. watched the Mandalorian. He is the bad guy. The uh, the uh, what the heck's his name in, in the Mandalorian? He's the the the. the oh. ah!
1: He's he's the roar. No, Chewbacca's yeah. the roar. He's
0: the 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 black man. That's the uh, from the Imperial. He's he comes at the end of season one in the Tie Fighter. Uh, that uh. and- oh, yeah. okay, yeah. No, I can get behind that. But as Professor X, because he's already a he's a villain over in Star Wars. So don't make him a villain here. Make him a hero over here. I, I can get behind that. I would I would totally dig that. I think he would play it off perfectly because he's got that. He's got that persona and he gives off that presence of just being far more intelligent and always ahead of what everybody else is thinking and doing. And I think that would fit really well for that role. Now, jumping to the other side, Magneto, and now this is the one. This is the one that I heard on TikTok, and I know a lot of people really liked, but there's also some, some people coming back and forth because he's such a big actor and uh, he probably wouldn't want to be beholden to sticking with the MCU long term, which is why I think my idea of focusing on the villains at first and then phasing out the the regular X-Men characters that we've known for so long, phasing them out would be a great idea. So for Magneto, Denzel Washington.
1: That would be dope. Because then you have your built-in narrator.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But Denzel Washington would be phenomenal, phenomenal as Magneto. And again, he, you know, Denzel, we see, and it's not that he's never played a villain or a bad guy in the past, but we look at Denzel and we're always like, oh, he's a good guy. Like, yeah, he's a great guy. Yeah great human being so you have this you look at him and you think he's a good guy and that's what Magneto needs Magneto is that character that you need to look at him he needs to give off the persona the presence of being look I'm a good guy but some bad shit happened to me so that's why I am the way I am and I think Denzel could put you know put that off perfectly now Deadpool I think a lot of people you know Look, I know people won't want me to say this, but I think they got to keep Ryan Reynolds as Deadpool. I mean,
1: yeah, there's no there's <laughs> literally no one else to play Deadpool.
0: No, there really isn't no one else at all. Uh, Mystique, because it's another one that I think a lot of people like. I think El Fanning would be really yeah. interesting. As Mystique, uh, she's not a huge actress, it's not like she's done a lot. I'm sure you'll find some things that you've you know you, you've seen her in, but you've not realized that it, that's who it is.
1: Mm.
0: And I think she would be perfect for it because let's face it, uh, what's her face? That uh, Jennifer Lawrence, who played Mystique in the other X Men films, she was bored out of her mind, she didn't want the role. You know, they they threw money at her because she was an up-and-coming actress back when first class was being made. By the time First Class came out, she was being nominated for awards and yeah. she the, the superhero films were below her because her, her career was building. And I and am not saying that's how, that's how she thought, but from the outside looking in, she should not have no <laughs> been in those movies. It was
1: one of like the one of those really bad castings.
0: Yeah, and that's the thing. It's it's unfortunate because Jennifer Lawrence is an amazing actress, but it just wasn't a fit for no. her. It was just because she was not becoming an actress. They knew that she was going to be big, and they got lucky and got her signed on before she was too big. Uh, I'm going to go two more here. I don't have any more villains because it's really hard to think of villains, but Wolverine is going to be an interesting one because nobody wants Wolverine recast. Everybody, Hugh Jackman is Wolverine. I get that. I get that, but I've been trying to cast this man in a superhero movie for probably the last six, seven years and everything that I've wanted him to be has either been cast already or they're not making on either Marvel or the DC side. So I'm finally going to say that I think this person should play Wolverine and that is Zach Efron.
1: Yeah they have to do some camera work because he's short but i can get behind it
0: no what do you mean that is wolverine
1: wolverine is short yeah but he's like isn't like zach Efron like three foot eight or something
0: (laughs) perfect that works that's what you need he's
1: like he's the midget wolverine that like walks up to like um
0: i'm pretty sure he's five foot eight by the way i'm just gonna say i'm pretty sure zach Efron. Height. He
1: he walks up to night. He's the midget. Uh, Wolverine. He walks he up. He's
0: five foot eight. Look, he walk, five foot eight.
1: He walks up to Nightcrawler <laughs> and he gets dude to roar."
0: Five foot eight. Uh, no, I think that, that it's perfect because Wolverine. The, Hugh Jackman was too tall for Wolverine. He was. He was too tall for Wolverine. But it worked still because they they didn't focus on that. But. In the comics, he was a short fella. That's yeah. what Wolverine was. He was a short guy. And I think, not saying that that's why I looked at Zac Efron for that. I just think Zac Efron, he needs a—he I, I, needs to be put in a superhero film. Whether he wants to or not, I think he would do really well as Wolverine. He's a big enough name and he's a big enough draw that you know some people will come and check it out. But they're not going to watch Wolverine. And that's what I kind of think they need to do is because Hugh Jackman was selling tickets for X-Men. And the focus was so much on Wolverine and don't get me wrong. Wolverine's a cool character, but I don't want the focus to be on him. I want the focus to be on all of the mutants, all the different types of mutants that are around because I want to build this universe up with mutants. So in 10 years, you just have mutants interacting with Avengers and Avengers interacting with mutants and, maybe they bring in humans into it again and they have in humans and they're just all interacting with each other. And there's not a thought in the world because you're like, Oh, that's another mutant. Oh, that means cool. I like that one. And it's not necessarily Wolverine or anybody that is big.
1: And then you have literally a huge pile to pull from. Yes. (laughs) You can expand infinitely.
0: Yeah. And then my final casting is for storm. I believe it or not. I couldn't think of a gambit or Jean gray. So maybe if you can try and think a little bit of a gambit or Jean gray, but for Storm, Sanika Martin Green. Now she was mm. in the she was in the Walking Dead. I have she a different was, one. She that was, was also, the only one I had. She was also in uh or in a what is it uh Star Trek Discovery, I believe it is. But yeah, who's your pick for Storm?
1: Ro- Rosario Dawson. Uh,
0: see, look, I love Rosario. I think she's a really great actress.
1: I had to look up how to pronounce her name. <laughs>
0: She's a she's a great actress, uh, but I think she's too old for that. I think I think she's in her mid late 40s. I think I could be wrong. Maybe she's younger 40s, but I, I, I don't even know how old Sonequa Martin-Green is, honestly. <laughs> but I just feel like Rosario, she. I don't like that. I don't like it. I, I get why you're saying it. Yeah. She is a great actress and but she's a Tano now, but i i I don't want that no i don't definitely not now now before we keep moving on one other things i want to talk about the potential background for the mutants because there's actually a reason why i picked the races that i picked for both magneto and professor xavier and again this is something that people have talked about on the tiktok i've seen it in other places as well and uh I don't know who that is, but what's going on? Hi, <laughs> whoever you are um but for me, I think what they need to do is take a look at the um segregation and the and everything that took place in the 50s and 60s with African Americans and take that as the, the catalyst of pushing Magneto to being the way he is because he dealt with that segregation back at when he was a kid. And now with the mutants, it's kind of coming around again. And I think that would be an excellent way because before you had it with the Nazis and the Jews, and that's where Magneto came from because he was Jewish, but I think you have to adapt it to a modern age. And I think that really, works uh, really well uh what's up big nick you're new here thank you so much for joining make sure you hit that like button and subscribe if you haven't yet uh this is just a our show bridging to geekdoms we're talking about x-men and how not so much x-men but mutants and how they should be introduced and brought into the mcu so if you have a uh, some ideas throw it in the comment section for sure but yeah, but that's kind of where I think they should go. And then the story you've already been talking mm-hmm. about, you know, on the story on how it's all kind of brought together into the MCU with the multiverse aspect and them trying to get back. And I know you have some more so go ahead.
1: So that what uh, we we did the uh Strange Doctor Strange arc, so we're going we're jumping to the Scarlet Witch arc in the Multiverse of Madness. Scarlet Witch begins to travel through the multiverse searching for her kids. Which so happened to be in a timeline that Vision is saved in Infinity War. But Thanos' army and Thanos himself have, has won the fight in Wakanda. Following the Captain America theory, you know, theory, Captain America died when he was punched by Thanos before, you know. Uh the Avengers beaten and bruised, or beaten and bruised, Strange opens a portal to Wakanda for one final push with the United what's left of the Avengers to try to fight Thanos, ending with most of them dying. Thor, Doctor Strange, Vision, and the Guardians are the one only ones that escape the fight. Wanda comes to the timeline as Wakanda is burning and as the world begins to panic, Thanos uses the Mind Stone to calm the masses and has them voluntarily decide who's to sacrifice for the greater uh, good of the universe. Confused but knows it's not her battle, Wanda continues to search for her kids or to continues to follow her children's screams. I feel like that would be a pretty interesting timeline to go into.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Is that where where you end? Oh,
1: no, no. I got like three more paragraphs. (laughs) <laughs> Jeez. i told you i fool, i fall on center on the story <laughs> she discovers her family in england as she peers through a window ready to save slash defend her children she discovers that the screams weren't screams of pain or misery but happiness as they are playing with their dad vision she watches as her happy family interacts but a blonde woman is there instead of her confused and questioning why she heard them she flees to the avengers compound to f- try the deserted avengers compound to try to find answers Throughout this, she discovers the timeline is vastly different from hers. Seeing the deaths of everybody, ha- seeing the deaths of everybody has impacted her. But she discovers her dossier. In this timeline, the disagreement between Tony and Steve never happened. I'm not calling it civil war because it's not a war. <laughs> um, but uh, but a different agreement occurred, one creating peace and non-involvement with the mutants, signed by Charles Xavier. And that's all we get of, of the, uh, Charles Xavier. With no disagreement, splintered friendship, whatever. I'm still not calling it civil war that occurred vision and Wanda were able to live their happy lives together and have children but that doesn't explain who the blonde is a portal a portal opens up behind her revealing a stressed doctor strange who is confused on why she's here Revealing that his timeline this timeline has another magic user it flashes to the blonde feeding vision and the family and that's how I ended it because I couldn't think of how else to go from there (laughs) um basically the blonde is is magic okay that that's what I was leading to, but I couldn't I couldn't figure out. And it would yeah. end with a, a battle between Scarlet Witch and Magic.
0: Magic. It'd be cool to see magic brought in and actually done well, unlike yeah. new mutants. Uh, but I think see, you are you're kind of I think both we were both kind of leading to because uh, you 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 talked about you know you don't want to do a civil war thing. I think this would be an excellent segue into getting to Civil War two.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, you could lead there. I just wasn't calling the Tony and Steve argument Civil War because it's yeah. it's not Civil War, no. especially when you're throwing the mutants in there because they were actually in Civil War.
0: Yeah, so that's <laughs> why I think they, they should build up to Civil War too with all of this. I think they should push forward and really jump, to, jump ahead a bit at some point. And uh, Big Nick says Nightcrawler is his fave. Uh, I like Nightcrawler as well. Yeah, he's dope. I, I felt that they didn't do him very well in the movies x2 they did okay and then i think it was in the last two of the newer x-men movies and again those movies those last two especially were just pretty bad but anyways i think it would be really cool to see so i, I like where you're going with it and you you kind of went down the rabbit hole with wanda and she's kind of the reason that's causing all of these or not making it the reason but she's the reason why everything isn't getting fixed yeah (laughs) she's
1: just going around fucking everything up
0: yeah but i think while wanda's doing all that that's when over on the main timeline everything with what they've done or what i was saying that should happen Mm. where you have the brotherhood against the avengers and you have xavier and his mutants over on the side trying to figure things out i think what would be really cool is you have this fight going on between the brotherhood and the Avengers. And then at some point it comes to professor X, you know, meeting with maybe it's banner or strange or Mm -hmm. whoever. And there's an agreement like, okay, this is something that's going on that we can't fix. So we have to learn to live together moving forward, but we have to stop the brotherhood right now because they're on a rampage because they're confused. They're lost. We need to kind of come get them to understand. And that kind of then gives you the two sides. But yeah. we also have Secret War coming up in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, which I it's think it's dope, gonna, <laughs> it's dope <laughs> but it's going to be really interesting to see what heroes, if they follow the comics what heroes are going to be the ones that are not actually the heroes and scrolls in disguise. Yeah. That's what it was going to be really interesting to see if they follow that and how that's going to work, because that could play right into this whole event that's taking place here where you could have some of the Avengers, some of the, the heroes just acting out of character that just doesn't seem right. Like why is war machine, for instance, let's just say Rody He is like dead set against these mutants and he's like we must kill them they cannot survive blah 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 all that kind of stuff that's not something Rody mm-hmm. would do he would think logically behind it he's a smart man he would think logically yeah and you have these heroes that are thinking like that but we don't realize until we hit that secret war that okay this was something else which then blows up into civil war too. yeah from that point forward and then you have now the mutants and you have the heroes and you have the scrolls and you have who knows i still think they're going to bring in humans into it again because of miss marvel but we'll see yeah but that that's i just think that would be a really cool way to do it because i think the mutants being brought in would be an excellent opportunity for one, once again to have the government come in and say we need help monitoring this situation and these beings yeah. So you have the government's hand coming back in and pulling some of the Avengers, not all of them. It's not going to be like they're controlling the team of the Avengers, but these heroes, they have some of the heroes working with the government and monitoring the mutants where you have some other, of these here, some other heroes who are trying to protect and help them find a way back home and all that jazz. Hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. I think, I, I don't know. I just, I think that would be cool. But again, we could be talking out of our ass here because well all of this stuff is already in the works over at marvel like i said spider-man no way home is done it's probably sitting on a shelf or on a flash drive ready to just be punched in and watched by millions eternals is done don't forget we have the Eternals still that we didn't even talk about we have we know that a, a larger threat of of possibly galactus coming into it at some point yeah the fantastic four we didn't even mention coming into the into the fold in the mcu that movie's coming up at some point so there's so much so much yeah. going on not to mention the supernatural <laughs> the supernatural side of of uh werewolf by night man thing uh what else is there i can't moon knight
1: i'm uh, hyped for the moon knight
0: blade we have all this supernatural aspects of the Marvel cinematic universe coming in plus mutants, plus the fantastic four, plus the eternals, plus we still have the guardians of the galaxy out there.
1: And we still have Ant Man <laughs> and the Wasp and the Quantum Universe and the Quantum quant- and the Quarter and
0: Quantumania. Mania. Yeah. then we have Kang. I forgot yeah, about Kang. K-
1: <laughs> Kang is. I, I was reading somewhere. I think that Kang is his next appearances in Ant Man and the in yeah. the Wasp and the Quarter and the Ultimatum and the Born Ultimatum and and the Ultimate <laughs> and the Super Smash Brothers Ultimate.
0: Big Nick says uh, he agrees about Nightcrawler being done dirty in the movies, and then he gets scared and warns us that cause there are 666 subscribers on our channel right now. So
1: creates another account.
0: <laughs> I don't like that, <laughs> but yeah, I, I don't know, man. I, I just think that there, the potential for Marvel right now is so much bigger than just think of this. Think of 10 years ago, 10 years ago, 2011, you're like eight years old, 2011. We're sitting there I was
1: 15, damn it.
0: (laughs) We're sitting there and we hear about an Avengers movie coming out. I, in my right mind, never thought that 10 years from then that we would be looking at a cinematic universe that is Marvel that is literally bigger than any other universe ever, 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 ever. Just thought of it's bigger than Star Wars, it's bigger than Harry Potter, it's bigger than Lord of the Rings. This thing is ginormous at this point. Thanks, big Nick. You subbed uh, 667. Thank you you so much, man. Uh, but yeah, it's just the amount of uh content right now. It's just I sit there and I just can't think, help but think, hello, Peter. God damn it, Peter! (laughs) Peter. But yeah, I I don't know. What what are your thoughts? I mean, the X Men. I I don't think we really got into it enough. I I think that there's so much more that we talk about. But
1: there's a lot you can talk
0: about. (laughs) It really is. There really is. But
1: um, I I think after we see Ant Man and the Quarter Ultimatum and Born Ultimate or whatever, um, that's when we're going to see the Fantastic Four. Because I'm sure at some point in time there's going to be time travel. Mm-hmm. And if you go back to like when Kang first like showed himself, quote unquote, it was in ancient Egypt. And somehow the Fantastic Four got misplaced down there and fought him. Oh, yeah, that's like, that's an actual storyline in the comics. That was research yeah. I was doing. And I was like, oh shit, I can't even like bring Kang into anything. He's, he's <laughs> pretty confirmed. So I was like, well, this was a waste of 20 minutes. <laughs> but I mean, I. If you're really going to go like the whole like time travel thing and it and like introduce King the Conqueror and not like the one who remains or the you know whatever, then the Fantastic Four would probably jump in there,
0: yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, now I, I don't know, there's just so much that we can we can discuss, and maybe we'll do another episode in a few weeks about that. And maybe we'll know more at that point in time. Hopefully. Yeah. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. I can't wait to see what happens with the MCU. There's so much going on right now. Yeah,
1: We got so much all at once. And I don't even think they know what they want to do with it yet. (laughs) To be honest, they did acquire like everything all at once.
0: Yeah. It's going to be interesting to see how Kevin Feige makes this play out because uh, those first 10, 11 years, it was pretty singular of a story. Yeah. But now it's, it's getting kind of large. It's getting, There's a lot going on, a lot of moving pieces. It'll be interesting to see how it plays out. Now, before we go, because we are going to be closing up shop here, I do want to give you an announcement of what next week's episode, or not episode, but next week's interview is going to be. And my buddy Colton, right there, over there, Colton, hat man there.
1: It's your boy. He sat down. (laughs) john (laughs) john gets the pitch for i could hear him squealing on the other side of the country
0: John John got his penis radar going off right now he He said it he said it
1: he got like the dong aluminum foil dong on his head and he's like picking up the (laughs) penis rays Oh, or man. testosterone as well we so call
0: you it. know i left a lot of that in the interview because nice. it
1: was hilarious
0: so <laughs> yeah, I, I hope
1: john listens could you get like a pre-release version of it first <laughs> maybe, so I can maybe, it.
0: maybe i'll send it to him it's it like
1: the day before it releases <laughs> so he can scream at me <laughs>
0: But our upcoming interview that Colton got to do, um, this is his first one on the channel here. He's going to be doing more moving forward, so be on the lookout for that. But he sat down with Spoiler Country's Kendrick Regan, and he is the co-host along with John Horsley. John Horsley, I actually interviewed a couple weeks back, or about a month ago, actually. I sat down with John, and uh, now we got the other host of Spoiler Country, and, and Colton did that it was a, it, it's it's hilarious. I just edited it yeah. the other day. <laughs> I laughed my ass off so much listening to that. So I hope you all enjoy it, and check it out. That will be out next Wednesday, which is the fifteenth, uh, 15th, September fifteenth 15th at noon. So be on the lookout for that. Bless. Hello, Peter.
1: <laughs> I should. I wish I knew how to use this. I'd put just. I'd I'd take my face off and just put Joe Swanson there. Do it. i don't know how to do it i would
0: <laughs> <laughs> Gets a green uh,
1: screen and just dives out of the way
0: i'll figure it out i'll figure it out i've been i've been messing with video editing a lot lately so i'll see if i can figure it out but anything else there colton all of you who uh watched or joined in on the conversation thank you so much for stopping by make sure you hit that like button make sure you smash subscribe make sure you Come back and look at all the content that we have. I dropped a Shooting a Sith episode today that talked about Luke Skywalker versus Sokotano. Who is more skilled? That is a hot topic right now going on in the Star Wars realm. And
1: Baby and Yoda. My,
0: my answer may surprise you. Maybe not. Baby Yoda is more out?
1: skilled, easily.
0: <laughs> but yeah, with all that said, guys, thank you so much for watching. Make sure you head over to spoilerverse.com for more. And with all that said, I've been Robert. That kid right there has been your boy, your boy, Colton. And I will talk at all of you later.